Welcome to the Coaching Skills for Leaders podcast with Jana Henderson and Neil Thubron. The purpose of the podcast is to help leaders anywhere develop their coaching skills to transform the lives of those they lead as well as their own. Welcome to another episode of Coaching Skills for Leaders with Jana and Neil. I hope everyone is well today and teed up ready for another fantastic episode with us. We're going to talk about, what are we talking about today, Jana? We are talking about values. Woohoo! Who doesn't like a good conversation about values? Um, Values in the sense of, you know, really working and living life um, where you live into your own values, as well as values as they show up in your team, in your organization, how you're leading your teams and organization with your own values. So we're going to talk about it in a few different ways and angles. And uh, yeah, just really wanted to dive into this topic because it seems to be that it's always this nice to have thing, you know, to know one's values. But really, nobody really knows how to get there, how to find them, what they are. So we've identified that this could be a great topic for everybody to listen to. Yeah, and and I think it is a great topic. I'm really pleased you suggested it the other day because I, I kind of was thinking about values and coaching skills and how the the two connect. And and then it occurred to me that you know we all have values. Whether we've written them down or not, whether we know what they are or not, we all have values that guide our behavior, guide our thinking, guide our decision making. You know, we all have values that make us do the certain things we do. And and maybe sometimes it would be helpful to uncover those for us individually, but to help us. But also if we uncover those, that might help how we then lead as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's exactly what you're just uh, pointing to, which is that a lot of the times we may not even know what the values are. And what's even more interesting is when we have we have very little clarity as to whether our values are actually aligned with our goals, mm. right? So mm. it seems that that would be a great one to start where we want to find out, okay, well, what are our values and what values would we have to have in order to create the goals that we would like to create? Yeah. And I, I mean, have you, honestly, I've never in a coaching session one-to-one with someone worked on what their individual values are. Maybe mm-hmm. I should have done. I've certainly worked with teams on what their values are, but with an, have you ever worked with an individual on what their values are? And, and yeah. how did you go about it? Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes this comes up um, because they sense a feeling of being out of alignment with themselves, right? So Mm. it may not show up as like, hey, Yana, I really want to discover what my values are. That's uh, very rarely how this goes. But it's more about, you know, really looking at why isn't something feeling good? Why is this decision making so hard? You know, why is it not happening what we're looking to accomplish? You know, even in the simplest way, if we're looking to um, have a life where we have a really healthy and strong body, you know, I'm thinking of somebody sitting opposite me right now, um, you know, then we would have to value health, vitality and strength and fitness and, you know, longevity, those types of things that would allow us to align our behaviors with the goals that we're actually trying to accomplish, right? And so sometimes this comes up 
with an individual. Usually, I feel like the old school methods of coaching have some form of values assessment tool, whether it's a long table of values suggested um, on a piece of paper that we go through and circle, like the ones that speak to us most, or whether it's a digital kind of value assessment, or whether it's values cards that come out of a pack that we sort of, you know, rank mm -hmm. by priority. Mm -hmm. But usually it starts with the individual mm -hmm. looking at, okay, well, what is it that I, you know, how I make decisions, what's truly important to me. You know, you could even, I think, look at someone and how they and where they spend their money to identify what's truly important to them, right? And so, so it does come up. And I, I think most recently, one of the more um, beautiful and, and I think helpful ways of looking at values I found came from um, the research and storyteller Brene Brown, who was doing this um, big segment in her book, Dare to Lead, on living into your values, right? And I, I love there were a couple of questions there where she's saying, you know, really, as you're looking at this list of values, you could literally go on Google and say, you know, print me a, a list of values that I could have. And there's, you know, on her sheet, there's about 50 of them or maybe more. And there's things such as, you know, achievement, altruism, ambition, faith, family, freedom, fun, loyalty, leisure, kindness, you know, service, security, travel, trust, you know, I mean, you name it, whatever parenting, you know, is one of the ones that came out for me when I did this exercise, because it really determines who I be in my daily life, you know, how I show up, what I prioritize. And the questions that she asked on her worksheet, which is available online, was uh, something that for, you know, for, for us to all really dig a bit more deeply into our values, for example, does this define me? Is this who I am at my best? Is this a filter that I use to make hard decisions? And this is really how I landed on, for example, parenting as being a, one of my key values right now, because it really fundamentally frames every decision I make. Will this thing that I'm about to do align with my values or not? For example, recently I had the opportunity to go to a retreat in Costa Rica and I ended up not going with my, with my leadership um, development group because it would violate my strong, strong held values for parenting, especially since I still have a little one that's nursing and they're not sleep trained. They're not, you know, sleeping independently from me. And so I would feel, I felt that it was a huge disruption to my family if I was gone for a week to Costa Rica. Right. And mm -hmm. so it's not always the things we would like to be our values, you know, philanthropy, being of service. No, it's really what are we basing our decision-making on? Um, and so sometimes they may not be aligned with what we actually want to accomplish. What's the, what do you think? It sounds to me a little bit like values are heavily linked to identity in what you just described. Absolutely, I would think so. Yeah, think about think about an athlete, right? And how, what would they value and what makes them show up the way that they do? I think... If we think of ourselves as an athlete, as a Christian, as a, you know, an entrepreneur, we will hold values that are in line with that, that are influencing our behaviors, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's very, very clear that they are linked because it's almost like we go from identity to value, to behavior, to result. So, so uncovering someone's values for, for a leader, would help mm -hmm. identify their 
identity and then and then what would how to how to support that person in the best way or how to um influence that person in the best way as well or create the best environment for them to thrive in um, yes absolutely and it's interesting i wonder if you could just as a leader i wonder if you could just sit down with an individual and say what are your values yeah i mean i wonder what that would bring up you know yeah. because i can imagine that there's that's a bit of a blind spot for most people that they wouldn't have it clear oh this is my value this and this and this but I think, you know, there are definitely ways for a, for a leader to sit down with somebody to uncover them, right? And to mm. be like, hey, I wonder, you know, what kind of things are important to you at work? You know, um, what kind of things are important to you in life at home? There, there, I think there are just less intrusive questions or ways to un- uncover than what are your values? Because people may not <laughs> know, you know, it might, it might put people on the back foot a little bit. It's interesting. I, I, um, I heard a, a phrase a while back, and I think it's probably true, is we get frustrated with people or angry with people when they don't meet our values or expectations. And so there's an indication of what values you might have is if someone mm-hmm. not following through or not doing something professionally or not uh, turning up on time. Absolutely. And that frustrates you. That might be an indicator as to what your values are. Absolutely. And, and also what someone else's values are if they get frustrated with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm, for sure. Absolutely. It's a really good idea. And and really the the I think the the reason why I felt like this was important for our listeners to think about was because it can it can impact our work life so positively when we do know what the values are what what you know how we can bring our own values into the team. It's very empowering, great. I was just listening to um a podcast recently where it was highlighted that really the organization success took off massively when they changed from having company values to the leader identifying their own values and bringing those into the company because it really was like the footprint of his soul kind of got laid out in the company and everybody could like be inspired by that leadership then and it, you know mm-hmm. oftentimes actually once <laughs> this makes me ch- chuckle a little bit because it's now about 6 years ago i went and did a value values-based team exercise workshop for a couple of days at the World Economic Forum in Geneva. And I think even then, you know, it was really about helping to draw out the values for the team so they would have something to live by. And it was such hard work for individuals to figure out what that would be for the team, because of course, it's different for every individual, right? So then how do you get them to align into something together? I, I actually, I, I, I find, because I do a lot of values workshops with teams, and, and it's one of the most powerful things I think people can do, because you're right, people do have lots of different views of what their values are. And, and the exercise I do is I just get a big wall yeah. with post-it notes. Post-it notes. Write down all their values, slap it on the wall. Mm-hmm. And then they work out how they can group some, all those together and come up with four or five values that they're going to focus on as a team and hold themselves accountable to. And normally I get them to sign it on a football or a t-shirt and say that or a uh, that goes in the office in the front of the office um the challenge is you can come up with values as a company i think leaders coming up with values is important i'll tell you why in a second because i've just had an experience with this recently and then sharing those values 
I think a team coming up with values, if you think of a rugby team, you know, the New Zealand rugby team has a fantastic set of values that they sit in the locker room after the match and they hold themselves accountable. You know, were, did we, uh, were we competitive? Did we work as a team? Were, were, did we uh, support each other? Mm-hmm. You know, so they will hold themselves to account. The British Army has a set of values that they review at the end of every operation. Did we uh, follow our values? So values are powerful if you live them, if you check in with them all the time. Mm-hmm. They're not powerful in a workplace environment or, to be honest, in any environment. If you just write them down, stick them on the bottom of your signature on your email, and <laughs> I stand up in front of you and say, what are, the, what are your company values? No one has any idea. Right. So I think that having values and then living them, holding mm-hmm. people to account to them is really, really important. And then when it comes to the leader, so here's an interesting question for you and for other people at the listening to this. As a leader, you've determined what your set of values are and you've written down five or six values that you know are important to you in the way you live your life and the way you want to lead your team. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about sharing that with your team? How would you feel about sharing your values mm-hmm. with your team or your boss even or your peer group? Um, I wonder what that would feel like um, to do that. What do you think? Do you think do you think a leader should share them? Absolutely, I would. Yes, because I think it gives insight into uh, what truly matters. I think it makes the leader uh, seem more human, more approachable, somewhat it's a, val- val- it's a vulnerable thing to share, right? Yeah. One's own values. Um, but I think it, imagine the, the depth of the relationship and how that could be increased by way of just simply knowing, you know, mm. what you value and being respectful of one another's values, right? So in my case, if family and parenting is a, is a huge value to me, and you say to me, Jana, it's okay, we can do the podcast recording at this and this time, I know it's going to be bedtime at this time for you, and you're involved in, you know, putting the girls to sleep, then I would feel seen and heard and understood, right? Mm. There's something right. of value yeah. there to be gained. Yeah. And Likewise, in the business context, I feel like if if I know that, you know, high quality of delivery is so important to you, it's like one of your key values is to be top notch in your delivery. And I will support your efforts in creating top notch documentation, you know, presentation slides or whatever I could do for you, then you will also feel like this is a valuable relationship, right? I totally agree. And I, and, and I had this actually happen yesterday morning where one of my coaching clients said, look, I, I, he's just starting a new job in a new business and said he'd written down all his values on a piece of paper on a, a PowerPoint for me. And I said, are you going to share that with your team? So well, I'm not sure how comfortable I feel about that. Mm. I said, you absolutely should. Because mm-hmm. what, what harm is it going to do for them to know that you value uh, learning, you value balance in your life, you value relationship? Mm-hmm. What, what's the worst that could happen yeah what <laughs> so what was the anyway. what was the person worried about do you think being too vulnerable being too open and, and that they too, might kind mm-hmm. of take that and mm, blimey this guy's a bit open with his feelings mm. and his emotions and his um, it's also a cultural thing right like some people might feel more comfortable some people less comfortable but this is i think in leaning into your edge kind of a situation for a leader right where actually the piece of vulnerability might yield a massively positive results to somebody's surprise in my view as a leader if you can be clear on your values 
Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of points I'll make on this, actually, which I did yesterday as well. So if you can be clear on your values and you can share with your team, all it's going to do is accelerate your relationship with them. Agreed. It's the only thing it can do because they're going to find out anyway because you can't mm-hmm. hide your values because it's who you yeah. are. Right. The second thing is when you're explaining what your values are, don't be too vague with them. You know, everybody writes down honesty. Mm-hmm. Well, what does honesty mean to you when you're mm-hmm. talking about that as a value? Because honesty mean might mean to someone, well, I'm I'm not no one's gonna steal from me today. It <laughs> might mean that you're honest with your opinion, but maybe it means not too honest. You know, don't tell me every thought you've got coming out of your brain. Maybe uh, filter that a little bit. Um, it's like integrity is always a value that comes up. Well, what's what does integrity mean? And why um, does it matter, right? Like what what is it about it really that it matters? Yeah. And and that's the key, right? So the word is important, but the explanation behind the word and what that means to the person saying it when they're yeah. explaining their values is yeah. just as important if not more important and I, I think the way to uncover a little bit more into that and looking at how we can translate that and how it actually does translate in our lives is to look at what are the the like behaviors that are going with or supporting that value right mm. so that you know when you say integrity well what does that mean you know like what are behaviors that are that are supposed to go with that value or are you doing them or are there maybe slippery value slippery behaviors that are outside of that value right and yeah. so um you might find it easier to even look at it experientially and look at okay well when i was living my best life or when i was like really living my best work life especially what was it that I was being true to, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of values was I being really, really aligned with? Um, and the other piece that I was thinking of earlier when you were talking about the team's pieces um, and the company's values, what if we knew the values of our clients and competitors? You know, what could that unlock for us too? Wow. Yeah, love that. Because so when you think about that, you know, <laughs> and from your corporate career, what would you say what might become possible when we know the values of our clients or customers and or competitors? Great, great, great question. Um, so from a customer point of view, wow. I mean, if you knew their values, then you kind of know that what they're individually and, and as an organization then it kind of helps you work out the language you need to use, the way you need to position things, how you can make sure you're aligned with with them, mm-hmm. uh, and to make sure you don't completely drop a grenade in the relationship because you do something that is out of line with their values. So, and to be honest, I, I know what the value statements are of some of the companies I've worked with, but I'm not sure I've ever to align a co- you know my mm-hmm. sales conversations or working with them in that way competitors is an interesting one because my the reason i smiled as you said that for those who were listening i was smiling was because my view of competitors is that their values are very low much lower mm. than mine you know? <laughs> <laughs> because they're you know they're going to do things that the, that's not going to help the customer they're going to undercut they're going to lie they're going to cheat they're going to <laughs> and that's probably not true, but that's the view I have of uh, of their values. Well, I know it's not true because I know some of them really well now, and I know that their values are just as high. Mm-hmm. As just as we're competing. 
yeah, just helps to rationalize it that way, doesn't it, sometimes? (laughs) But yeah, I mean, you know, that may still help us to, you know, create a competitive advantage, right, to create some form of distinction and, um, you know, how we're being uniquely different compared to competitor when we know their values. I feel like there's a lot of power to be um, harnessed from at least having the awareness. And, you know, you might work with with a customer for a while and you may know their values that are on the website, but you can also tell from how they're operating, what they're actually valuing, you know, so it's maybe a bit of attunement between what they say that are their values versus what you know are the lived values. You know, say, for example, you know, if a company will always pay on time, you know, Mm -hmm. then you know that there is, there's something there about accuracy and loyalty, dependency, you know, the reliability, something around that, that is lived value as opposed to the company that you know will never pay on time like whenever the yeah. invoices do yeah and you always have to chase them yeah and so when they have integrity on their website you wonder what that means to them exactly <laughs> exactly and it's so, a great way to open the conversation be like hey you know i noticed this and this and then i noticed your values i wonder if you may want some support <laughs> <Clarifying those. laughs> yeah there's some coaching uh, conversation uh, but, and i think you know so so Kind of rounding this conversation with why is so why is it relevant for leaders and why talk about it in coaching skills for leaders because and, and the way I see it is that uncovering your own values and uncovering your team's values or individuals in your team or your peers' values is just another insight, another tool that you've got available to you to help you help them. Agreed. That's it. That's it. Yeah. That's Fantastic. it. That's that's all that needs to be said. So I hope you walk away inspired listeners and have had some new a little light bulb moments that make you think a little differently about how you can use this kind of coaching skill for uh, your environment that you work in, either for yourself, for your own business, or for your teams and customers. Um, we would love to hear from you um, how this has impacted you and what you've decided to do with it. And otherwise, we are looking forward to speaking with you next time, hearing hearing from you and having you listen in again to Coaching Skills for Leaders podcast with Neil and Jana. Have a great day. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Coaching Skills for Leaders podcast with Jana and Neil. If you found the conversation useful, please share with your colleagues and friends. Please also leave us a rating and a review. And if you would like to connect with us directly to discuss your own or your business needs, you will find our contact details in the show notes below.